people are being turned away from their doctors and then their doctors aren't exploring the possibility of them having PCOS, even though they may be presenting symptoms simply because they're not overweight, but you can be what's called lean PCOS. If you're tired of your hormonal symptoms, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Balance Your Hormones podcast. This podcast is to inspire you to learn about your health and take back control, empowering you with the tools to listen to and nourish your body. True health doesn't come from quick fixes. It comes from the choices you make every day. So get ready for some truth bombs and welcome to a community of women on this journey together. So before we start today's episode, I have popped a link to a free ebook that I have just written, which is my complete roadmap to clearing your symptoms, helping you say goodbye to hormonal symptoms such as acne, weight gain, irregular and painful periods, fatigue, moodiness, and so much more. The ebook will actually help you fast track your healing by showing you the exact seven step roadmap that I use with my one-on-one -on -one clients. It'll also help you save time, money, and effort by learning the three most common mistakes people Callie that's very noisy <laughs> the three most common mistakes people make and also I will be teaching you what to do so that you can walk into your next doctor's appointment and every appointment after that feeling empowered and in control so like I said that one is free and I have popped a link to it in the description below let's get into today's episode Today, I thought that I would just do a super quick episode chatting all things PCOS um, and really just, well, probably not all things PCOS. I just wanted this to be a quick episode just to kind of give you an intro into what PCOS is um, and how you can go about looking at a diagnosis or exploring whether you have PCOS or not. So basically PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome and it's where you get multiple cysts on your ovaries basically. And so it is an endocrine disorder which means that it is a um, syndrome of sorts of the hormone system in our bodies. So it's when you have a hormonal imbalance. Um, and often people with PCOS, they have um, high testosterone levels, and that's what causes a lot of the symptoms associated with PCOS, like acne and um, hair growth, either too much hair or hair loss, um, and those types of things. So they're probably the more obvious symptoms that people present with and um, want to fix. So PCOS is also linked to um, insulin resistance as well, which is why women with PCOS, their doctors may suggest to them to just, um, it's why their doctor's suggest that they may want to lose weight uh, because it means that you're more often than not um, developing insulin resistance, which then can make you more susceptible to developing diabetes. Um, but in saying that, the misconception here is that you can be what's called lean PCOS. Like you don't need to be overweight to have PCOS and it's getting better now, but in the past, doctors wouldn't even look at you and look into PCOS as being something that you may have if you weren't even overweight. They would be like, oh, you're not overweight, so you don't have PCOS, and not even think to um, explore it more. And I know that that's not all doctors, but that was 
a lot more common back um, even a few years ago. Um, and even still, I hear that people are being turned away from their doctors and then their doctors aren't exploring the possibility of them having PCOS, even though they may be presenting symptoms simply because they're not overweight, but you can be what's called lean PCOS. And even if you are lean PCOS, there can still be a degree of insulin sensitivity to that. Um, so I don't know what the exact percentage is now currently at the moment, but um, a few years ago or even last year, they were saying that around 80% of women who had PCOS um, did have a degree of insulin resistance. And so basically insulin resistance just affects your blood sugar levels um, and that can in turn affect um, yeah, weight gain, but also can affect your energy levels um, as well because your blood sugar is what affects your cells and how they make energy. So if you have low blood sugar, um, then it may mean that your body is not producing energy correctly. So basically the way to, if you, you're thinking that perhaps you may have PCOS, um, the way to get diagnosed is there are a few different criteria, but I um, really look mostly at the Rotterdam criteria and there are three different criteria um, and you need to have at least two to be diagnosed with PCOS under this Rotterdam criteria. So the first one is high androgens. So androgens are kind of like a collective term for male hormones and testosterone. Um, now you can have high androgens either symptomatically. So if you have the symptoms of high, I'm just going to say testosterone instead of androgens. So if you have the symptoms of high testosterone, like acne and excessive um, hair growth and that kind of thing, um, then that is, according to this criteria, enough to consider you as having high testosterone. The more accurate way, though, of obviously seeing if you have high testosterone is clinically. So that is getting a blood test or getting a hormone test. Um, and if you are doing this, I highly recommend that you get your doctor to test for free testosterone, but also DHEAs. So that'll look like DHEAS. Um, and basically the DHEAs are a precursor to androgens and testosterone that um, is really derived from the adrenal glands. So basically what all of that gibberish means is that if your DHEAs are high, um, then yes, you will commonly experience high testosterone symptoms. Um, and But that also indicates that your root cause is most likely stress because it's coming from your adrenal glands. Um, so that just kind of gives us a little bit more insight rather than if you just tested your free testosterone, it kind of gives us a clue into what your root cause may be um, because the key to reversing your PCOS symptoms is addressing your root cause and people can have different root causes. Um, so yes, the first one of the criteria is high testosterone, either symptomatically or clinically. The second of the criteria, and remember, you only need to meet two of these criteria to be diagnosed, but you can meet all three. Um, so the second criteria is cysts on your ovaries. So this can be shown um, through an ultrasound. You need to be careful, though, of when you get the ultrasound um, because women can like at the beginning of our cycles, we can um, develop multiple follicles in our ovaries. 
And so when we say cysts on the ovaries, let's just backtrack a second. When I say cysts on the ovaries, I don't mean like pussy acne cysts. Like they're not full of pus. The cysts on the ovaries are really just egg follicles that haven't developed and they just stay there. Um, So they're underdeveloped follicles. And so at the beginning of our cycle, what commonly happens is that our ovaries begin developing multiple follicles and then we can only really or should only really develop one follicle per ovary at a time. Um, So what happens is one follicle takes over and becomes the dominant follicle. The rest of the follicles subside and then you've just got that one follicle with that one egg that gets released at ovulation. What happens is if you get a a PCS, if you get a ultrasound early in your cycle, it may look like you have PCOS, but really that's just your multiple follicles developing. Um, So check with your doctor and your naturopath as to when they would like you to best test your, uh, do the ultrasound so that they can best assess whether you actually have um, permanent cysts on your ovaries. Um, But that is the, the next criteria. And from memory, I haven't actually looked at the rules of the Rotodam criteria for over six months. Um, but from memory, it needs to be over 10 follicles on each ovary. So when I did get my ultrasound and I was diagnosed February, 2020, um, I had over 20 cysts on each ovary. Um, so yeah, that, that was fun. So that's the second criteria. So the first criteria to retract is high testosterone, either symptomatically or clinically. The second criteria is cysts on the ovaries shown through ultrasound. And then the third criteria is um, irregular or basically not ovulating or irregular cycles. So um, an anovulatory cycle is when you don't ovulate and ovulation is so, so important because you need to ovulate in order to make progesterone. And progesterone is such a crucial hormone for women's health. So you can be having regular cycles, but still not be ovulating. So I teach how to actually um, track your hormones every month and um, actually work out whether you're ovulating or not. Um, So that's a very valuable tool to assess your own health, because if you're not healthy, you, you won't ovulate because your body doesn't deem you safe enough to have a full-term pregnancy. Um, so it's a really good indicator of your own health and all of the other organs if you are ovulating or not. Um, so yeah, that's a, a big thing as well. So you need to work out whether you're ovulating, even if you are having regular cycles or not. Um, and But a lot of women with PCOS don't have regular cycles. Um, so it's really good to kind of unpack that and explore that a little bit more and chat to your doctor or naturopath about that too. Um, so I'm going to leave it there. I just wanted to have this be a short and sharp episode just to give you a little bit more information on PCOS. If you feel like, um, it may be something that you need to look into. Um, and there are a lot of root causes behind PCOS. So some main ones like Yeah, probably the two or three main ones are stress, diet, and um, 
gut health, but exercise can also be a big contributor to PCOS as well if you're not doing the right exercise for your hormones. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about how to identify which of these root causes is probably yours, then I do encourage you to download the free ebook that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. So that one's down in the show notes. Uh, But also if you really want to go in depth and learn about how to manage these so that you can balance your hormones, how to track your cycle and pretty much just how to completely optimize your female health, um, then I highly encourage you to sign up to the Balance Your Hormones waitlist, which is the program that I will be opening the doors to again in February. So those doors will only be open for one week in February. So make sure that you do jump on the waitlist so that you don't miss any upcoming details on that one because Um, Yeah, it's just helped so, so many women so far, the methods that I teach in that program. Um, So I really would love the opportunity to help you as well. Uh, But if you have any questions, then send me a DM on Instagram. If you found this episode helpful and want to try and help spread the word on PCOS so that you can help perhaps friends and family, then it would be so amazing if you could share this on your stories uh, because I know that PCOS is definitely something that is underdiagnosed. So I know that this will really, really help people who you possibly don't even imagine. Um, But that is all for today's episode. I hope you got a lot out of it and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure to check out the links in the description for my free eBooks and for how we can work together if you want more help getting on top of your symptoms. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love for you to share it with someone else who you think would enjoy it too. Maybe share it on your stories or I just love receiving messages, hearing your biggest takeaways and aha moments. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And remember that your health is your responsibility. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep empowering yourself through learning about your body and your health will follow.